Almost Daily Devotional, Life Without Guilt. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, we're going to take a look at Romans chapter 8, verse 1, and we're going to maybe just briefly touch on the topic of whether or not it's possible to live a life without guilt. I'm so glad you're back again with us today. And for those of you who are here for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. If anybody wants to leave feedback on any of these uh, episodes that we put out of the devotional, you can send me an email, of course, at cliff at gspn.tv. And specifically, those of you who are Plus members, who really make everything that we do here possible at GSPN, uh, Plus members can go to the Plus website, uh, Plus member website, and you can leave a comment on this episode as well as any other episodes that we put together uh, here at gspn.tv. But today is a special day because I, I started to get to think about started to get to think about. I was starting to think about yesterday's um, almost daily devotional and how I seem to be yeah, just sensing a, a, a feeling of guilt about the whole concept of, you know, just going about life and and not really living according to my priorities, against my own, according to my own convictions, according to my own goals, my own desires, the things that I speak that I want to be a part of my life, such as daily exercise, such as spending quality time with my family, such as um, spending time alone with God. Sometimes when those things don't happen according to plan, and especially when they don't happen according to plan on a consistent basis, meaning two, three, four days in a row, sometimes five, six, seven days in a row, I'll tell you what, I can start to feel pretty guilty. Now, of course, guilt is something that can happen. Uh, You can experience the feeling of guilt in in many other areas of life. Now, maybe there's something else going on in your life that you just feel an extreme weight of guilt. And the, the question is, is it possible to live a life without guilt? Now, I don't have enough time in an almost daily devotional, which I try to keep 10 minutes or less, to go into the whole difference of what I think is is, is really a distinction between guilt and and conviction. And and I'll just briefly share that I believe that conviction is really from God. Um, conviction meaning something that, that you feel in your heart, something that's tugging, something's not right here. And conviction, I believe, is from God that kind of pulls you towards repentance, you know, as seeking God's forgiveness. Whereas guilt is more of something that is <clears throat> put down on you as a judgment and in it there really isn't any call for forgiveness. There's just call for self-pity and self-loathing. And and it usually comes from the dark side, from from Satan. Or it's something that, you know, I believe there is a little bit of distinction there. I, I think I wouldn't, before I, I say that I, first of all, that's just my own opinion. Uh, because of what, before I say that to you, uh, I want you to understand that I really haven't looked to see if that's really a, a scriptural definition of guilt versus conviction. But anyway, in today's study guide that I'm reading, uh, Beating Stress, uh, Two Minutes a Day Devotional Thoughts, 
in in what I'm reading here today, they're talking about guilt as as conv- conviction, as my definition of what conviction would be. So, anyway, it, the the whole thought is is can we live a life without guilt, meaning w- without feeling horrible about ourselves and who we are and the decisions that we make day in and day out, and and is it possible to just live free and and just be excited to be in the moment. And the truth is, is I believe that is absolutely God's desire for us. In Romans 8, chapter 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. That was the New King James Version. The actual NIV says, uh, the actual NIV. The NIV says, there, there, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Jesus Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. So here, here's the here's the whole premise of it. And I, I am going to go ahead and read once again from my devotional guide, because I just want to read to you what I read this morning. All of us have sinned. Sometimes our sin sins are a result from our own stubborn rebellion against God's commandments. And sometimes we are swept up in the events that are beyond our abilities to control. Under either set of circumstances, we may experience intense feelings of guilt. But God has an answer for that guilt uh, that we feel. The answer, of course, is his forgiveness. When we come, let's say, I'm sorry, when we confess our wrongdoings and repent from them, we are forgiven by the one who created us. Are you troubled by feelings of guilt or regret? If so, you must repent from your misdeeds and you must ask God, your heavenly father, for his forgiveness. When you do so, he will forgive you completely without reservation. Then you must forgive yourself just as God has forgiven you thoroughly and unconditionally. Now, that's what my devotional guide says, and I'll have to agree with it. I may have probably phrased it differently in the way that they shared it, but it's very much true. I believe that God wants to offer us forgiveness. He wants us to come to him. I, I, I think of my kids, man, every time that they get into some kind of world of trouble, you know, and, and they, they get in trouble at school or they, they did, they've lost something or they did something they weren't supposed to do or somebody drew on the wall. And <laughs> I've got to determine which of the three of them drew on the wall. I, you know, it's not necessarily that obviously they're scared. They're, they're afraid of the punishment that's going to be involved and all of these other things. And sometimes all I desire is to forgive them and get beyond this. Am I angry and upset sometimes at some of the things they do? Absolutely. It really hurts the relationship to know that they did not respect me in a certain way regarding some of the items that they do. But the truth is I love them. And the only reason I would be upset with them is because I love them and I care about them so much. Now, the thing is, is when I catch them and they know what they've done is wrong, I I just... I just feel something in my heart when they don't just come clean and just confess what they did. You know, the the most exciting moments as a father for me are when my son or my or one of my daughters will say to me, "Dad, I did that and I know it was wrong and I'm really sorry. I won't do that again." You know, when when somebody when one of my kids says that, it melts my heart. 
Sometimes there's still a consequence, but I can tell you certainly, certainly that there is always forgiveness, always forgiveness, and there is always a genuine amount of of healing power in the in the awesomeness of their honesty and transparency and their humbleness and their willing to willingness to see what they have done and to see why it was wrong and to decide I'm not going to do that again I realize this was wrong and why that for me is what I love as a father and that's what God wants from us now, I'm going to read to you some of the quotations uh, from individuals that are posted in my devotional thought today. John MacArthur said, spiritual life without guilt would be like physical life without pain. Guilt is a defense mechanism. It's like an alarm that goes off to lead you to confession when you sin. I would say that I agree with that. My own interpretation is I would talk more about conviction, but I'm we're all talking about semantics here. So I think we all get the understanding that, that it's this there's something inside of us that we know is wrong. Um, let's see here. Jack Dominant says, you never lose the love of God. Guilt guilt is the warning that temporarily you are out of touch. Absolutely. And that's what I was I think if you go back to the last episode of the Almost Daily Devotional, the one that says God is here, um that is exactly what I was feeling, and that's what I was explaining yesterday, is that, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily that I, I lost touch with God or that God was up, you know, God didn't love me anymore. It's just that I just felt a warning sign that I'm a little bit out of touch, and I was sensing that, and I was feeling that, and that's what that's where I went with that uh, devotional yesterday. Uh, Susan Lenzings, anyway, she says, one of Satan's most effective ploys is to make us believe that we are small, insignificant, and worthless. And can I tell you, this may be a shock to some of you, especially with some of the emails that I get with praise and encouragement from you guys, um, with some of the things that you say about me and, and how I inspire and encourage you guys. You may be surprised to know, and I'll share this with you right now, that I struggle with a feeling of be, uh, with the feeling that I am small, insignificant, and worthless, almost on a daily basis. It just creeps up from time to time. I know it's not true. I know that what I'm doing here is not small. I know that it is huge. I know that I'm effectively reaching tens of thousands of people on a daily or weekly basis. I know that what I'm doing here and and pursuing my calling for the, doing what I'm doing for a living now, I know it is a calling and I know it's very significant. And as far as being worthless, I, that couldn't be the farthest from the truth. But it it doesn't discount the fact that that is a ploy from Satan to try to make me feel small, insignificant, and worthless. And he does that many times through guilt. And playing on guilt, and playing on your self, playing on my self criticism, and all the negativity, and and that's why it's so important to spend time alone with God. For me, to spend time alone with God, and I think for everybody else. But anyway, it's important for me to spend time alone with God so that I know 
what he feels about me so I can read his word and get a true understanding of where I stand in a relationship with him. It's important for me not to let negative th- thoughts overtake me. It's it's important for me to surround myself with many advisors that give wise counsel. It's important for me to stand uh, next to brothers and sisters in Christ who encourage me and uplift me and exhort me and sometimes that rebuke me um, and hold me accountable. So anyway, If anything, I just want to say that today, going back to today's topic, and I'll pull the music down here, Um, is it possible to live guilt-free? I believe so. The answer to the question is simply, how do you do it? You ask God for forgiveness. If Think about the example that I gave about me as a father and my children. If that's what I want... Just imagine, if, if anybody believes that God can't forgive you when you go to him and earnestly say, hey, you know, I screwed up and I made a mistake, then if you don't believe that God can do that, then what you're, what you're saying in essence is that Cliff is better at relationships than God is. And you know what? That just ain't the case. Okay? So the fact is, is that I am a worldly, earthly father And I love my kids so much that I can't imagine them doing anything that I would not forgive them for. And I'm imperfect. God is perfect. He is love. And he wants to forgive us of everything. Just whenever you feel that separation, that warning sign of guilt, just ask for forgiveness and he will give it. May God bless you today.